Join me, Professor RPG, as I sit down with friends, colleagues, and special guests as we reminisce and discuss role-playing games that left their mark on us. Expect to see all sorts, from western style to Japanese and even tabletop. So stay a while and listen, and let us trigger those memories of tales long since completed. Relive that fantasy you hold dear, and come along with us, adventurer, on this quest into the past. Welcome to the RPG University. Class is in session and we're at the start of a brand new month, and that means a month full of brand new RPGs are ahead of us. My name is Scott White, also known as Professor RPG, and I'm joined by my assistant Alex O'Neill to help me check out the list of RPGs coming out this month. But first, let's have a recap of what games we've been playing this past month. So what have you been playing, Alex? How you been? I'm good, hey. Uh, I've been playing some stuff. Uh, we've both been playing some, some of that Yakuza Zero. Yes. Uh, I don't know how much we want to talk about that here or how much we want to save that. Uh, um, we can we can touch on it a little. I just got to chapter six this morning myself. Cool, cool. Uh, I am in chapter four. I think I'm pretty early in chapter four, mm-hmm. uh, w- which is like the second chapter with Majuma. Mm-hmm. Uh, very, very curious for me because, you know, I, I, we talked maybe like last time uh, when we were talking about doing this. I had played Yakuza 6. Majuma's not really in that game. I feel like it's not really a spoiler. He's like, he's around, but he's not like a main character. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's, it's a very kind of separate story. Um, so it's been cool getting to know him and hearing what he's all about. Because uh, yeah. I still know next to nothing. Yeah, for me, it's like I've seen like the funny memes and videos of Majima from the future games, where he's mm-hmm. like crazy and zany. And I played a few chapters into Yakuza Kiwami, so I can. I see kind of that interaction early on in there, so it's mm-hmm. it's been very interesting for me to see this version of Majima without yeah. having any idea of how he gets to the crazy, zany, like shirtless, uh, uh, snake skin jacket wearing <laughs> character yeah. that he is in future games. So I'm very interested to see what uh, sparks that I don't know descent into craziness. Yeah. Me too, because again, I, I only see him like as a background character in Yakuza Six. He's wearing that jacket and every like that mm-hmm. infamous jacket. It's like, all right, this guy seems he's got something going on. He's very different when you meet him in uh, mm-hmm. Yakuza Zero at the beginning. So yeah, I, I mean, apparently that's kind of what Yakuza Zero is there for. A lot is is both yeah. of these characters kind of origin. Um, it's cool. It's cool seeing a young mm-hmm. Kiryu also, just because I mm. know where he he gets to, and people don't treat him like he's the scariest motherfucker in the world yet. <laughs> um, they they just kind of treat him like a punk kid, but somehow he's also like incredibly physically adept, which I think is funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's cool. It's a. It is. I really like the the stance changes. Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't think that's ever coming back. So enjoy it while we have it. Um, I know that... in Kiwami you have different stances or like okay, different good. combat modes. Cool. I know in six you don't. Oh, um, interesting. Yeah, uh, but they, they, you know, the way it all works, like the skill system in six mm-hmm. is different. Like you get you get experience by eating different types of food uh, in six, which is cool. And it made me want to like go out and like role play eating stuff 
which I'm mm. like trying to do in this, but you can only eat when you have low health, and it's like, whoops, keep forgetting. Mm. Um, Interesting. Yeah, it's it's very because you eat and then you go to the gym, and what you eat affects like how you spend point. It's very, <laughs> it's very oh, like. In- oh wow! Interesting. Yeah, weight weightlifty like. It's it's cool. They they make eating and then going and kind of like cashing in those points at the gym like mm-hmm. a, a cool little system. Huh. That yeah. Definitely sounds different. I'm anxious to uh to try it out when we get there. Yeah. So knowing like that's something that it does and this is zero, it's like, man, I we're probably gonna have like seven different types of <laughs> like level up <laughs> systems throughout this yeah. series. Which is cool. Yeah. yeah, it's gonna be interesting. Keep us on our toes. Totally. Um, but so far, so good with uh, Yakuza. I've also... I, I did a lot of grinding in Destiny uh, this month. In nice. January. I, I got uh, my first seal. Like, there are in-game atri- achievements called Triumphs. Um, mm-hmm. And a lot of them are, are kind of challenge-based. And if you do all of the Triumphs um, around a kind of specific thing, sometimes it's like, oh, this specific raid or this specific location... Uh, in this case, it's for this season, uh, the season of the hunt. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you do all the triumphs in that season, you get a title. Uh, and, you know, we're all Tales fans here. Everybody knows I love it's titles. True. We got to have um, our titles. Yeah, and, and this one just kind of like you, it's it hovers over your character and everyone can kind of see it. It's like a little bit of flair, um, which is cool. So everyone kind of knows that you did this. I had not gotten one. They, they added this as a thing in the forsaken ex- expansion mm-hmm. uh, and i not gotten one yet and because they're they're kind of grindy and i i haven't necessarily been as into that part of destiny but i did it i got the warden title um i got all of the exotics that i had left to get all the weapons and special quests i have left to get except for one that has to do with the the raid that i haven't finished um and checked a lot of boxes off <laughs> i got i did like all the <laughs> beyond light stuff for the other subclasses uh or for the other uh classes my titan and my my hunter and have three kind of viable characters uh and that was fun it was grindy but fun you know i'd never done that stuff in destiny but i was having a good time doing it that sounds cool yeah it's it's, you know you're you're doing a lot of strikes over and over again you're using a lot Mm -hmm. it's like all right i gotta use this scout rifle and kill 400 people with it it's like all right i can do this uh but Mm -hmm. it goes by faster than you think and i i was getting other exotics and doing other things along the way um and it it also grindy things just kind of things i'm doing on the side uh i finally got the platinum for sekiro which Uh, is very nice yeah uh which the part that I had left to do of it is very much the most RPG part of like grinding enough experience to get all the skills Mm -hmm. Uh, and then I had I had to beat you have to beat all the bosses in one save file and so I was like alright well I have this new game plus save file like new game plus two save file this is the closest I'm at so I might as well just try and brute force my way through uh, and it was hard, but I finally beat like the the evil ending boss in that save file and got the other trophy I needed. Oh, cool! Checked it all off. Yeah. Now it's deleted. Nice. It's gone. I'm I'm finally done with Sekiro. <laughs> Although when I was playing it, I was like, man, this game is really good. <laughs> like I'm thinking, I'm like, God, this game just feels great and is great to play. Uh, and I hadn't missed a beat in that game. Like I was yeah. still parrying and stuff. 
just like I was playing it yesterday. It was very satisfying. Very to get cool. Too. Very cool. Um, that's really it. What you been playing? Uh, like I like we touched on. I've also been playing Yakuza Zero with you. Um, been enjoying that. It's taking me a little time to kind of get used to the combat. Like I want to do it. Some like parry. Like I wish I could parry or do like perfect blocks or something. I feel yeah. like strafing around targets just doesn't feel all that good or, or all that responsive. Um, yeah. I wish I. I wish there was like a toggle to lock on and I could swap between who I'm targeting, but. Um, hopefully that'll improve a bit in future in uh, future games. But the story is definitely interesting. I just I I unlocked the uh, ability to buy properties, so I'm gonna start becoming a property magnate. Oh, nice! I'm excited uh, to get there. So, so that'll be fun, and uh, it's it's definitely starting to ramp ramp up. So, I'm anxious to see what happens and what I, I'm starting to have an idea of how they're going to tie in uh, Majima and Kiryu's stories together. Um, yeah, I didn't... I, I Another worth, thing worth noting is I didn't know Majima's story took place in a different location. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was cool because the... Kamurocho, hey, you're going to yeah. see a lot of that place. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Fair warning, it has not changed since Yakuza 1 as far as I know. <laughs> um... So and and you know, part of Yakuza Six is it also has a secondary location, mm-hmm. um, which is very different. But you know, of course, Kamurocho is there as well. Um, so it's, it, in my experience, it's rare to see a different place in one of these games. So I was like, oh, cool. There's a whole. There's like a river here. This is cool. Yeah, uh, I like his more. I like uh, Goro's different styles. Are they feel very different from Kiryu's, which I appreciate. Um, but yeah, so I'm anxious to see how this one ends up. Another game that I've been playing a lot of recently, uh, had to play through it very quickly, uh, was East Nine Monstrum Nox. Really enjoyed that. If you're listening to this uh, the day it comes out, uh, East comes out tomorrow mm-hmm. on February 2nd, but my review of it came out last week on Friday, so give that a check out. Very good. Very enjoyable. Definitely one of my favorite East games. Um, you can also yeah. look forward to a great viewpoint be- between Alex and I with some gameplay footage tomorrow when the game launches. So check that out if you want to see a bit more of it. Um, yeah, I was really into it. I'm, yeah. I was very impressed by what I saw. Very much like, oh, I didn't know like this was the vibe that this one was going for, and I was kind of sold yeah. right away, honestly. Uh, yeah, so uh, really, really enjoyed it. Got it. Beat it in about... 34 hours was my playtime on the my first playthrough. I didn't really invest any time into the time attack boss rush mode, boss rush mode, or new game plus yet. Um, probably take a break for for a while of it and maybe come back. But it's very good, very very enjoyable. If you like East games, definitely give this a check out. And even if you aren't a fan of the East games, this is a a good point to jump in. Um, it's it's a fairly standalone entry there are some like little mentions and kind of easter eggs for if you have played the other games but overall you don't need to have played the other east games to to enjoy this uh to enjoy monstrum knock so give that a check out uh another game i've been playing because 
trying to beat the entire Yakuza series in a year wasn't enough. I'm also going through <laughs> the Megami Tensei and Shin Megami Tensei games this year, leading up to hopefully SMT5 coming out this year. Uh, so I've been playing through on stream. Uh, Kyaku Megami Tensei, these are the Super Famicom remakes of Megami Tensei 1 and 2. This predates the Shin Megami Tensei games. Um, these have been a lot of fun. I'm a good portion. I've beaten the first one, and I'm a good portion of the way through two, I believe. Um, having to take care of East kind of sidetracked me, and I wasn't able to play it all last week, but I'm going to be jumping back into this so I can hopefully beat Megami Tensei 2 and be on to the Shin series before I start my new job here in a week. Um, and yeah, so that's been a lot of fun kind of seeing where this series got its got its start. Yeah, how many of them have you finished? Uh, Just the one? Yeah, I've only ever finished the one. I've, I've beaten, or I've gotten really far into Shin Megami Tensei 4 on DS and on or SMT4 Apocalypse on D- 3DS as well, um, mm-hmm. but I've never actually beaten them, so I'm anxious to, to play all through these games. Uh, and yeah, with the remaster of 3, with Nocturne coming out this spring, and SMT5 this year, I thought, why not? I wanted to explore these games, so it's been fun. I and it. Yeah, and then seeing your tweet, I decided, hey, let's 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 give Sakiro another go, because uh, I never got super far into it. Um, I got aggravated and basically quit at the giant flaming boar boss. Um... So I started up my old save file and had no idea what I was doing. So it's like, I'm just going to start over. I don't have that much I'm I'm missing. Uh, have to backtrack no. on. So. Yeah. so I started that a couple days ago. Excellent. I think I might have sold Jared on it, too, because I was talking to him about it on the podcast last night. Oh, nice. So I'd be excited to hear both of your guys' thoughts on it. Good stuff. Good stuff. Plus, it, yes. it runs better on uh, PS5. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it's... Very nice, very nice on PS5. But now now that we've recapped the past month for Alex and I, let's take a look at the games that you have to look forward to in the month of February in the year 2021. We start out with Skyforge, the sci-fi MMO game is arriving on Switch. Now, this game was previously released on PC, um, and I think also on like Xbox and PS4, but it's like the sci-fi fantasy and free to play MMO set in the world of alien. Uh, and you play as an immortal with the ability to switch between 18 unique classes and ma- um, and master amazing celestial powers to defend the planet from invasions. Uh, I feel so like cool. I should have heard of this game at some point. Um, it looks like it's an action combat system. Um, yeah, it seems kind of cool. I usually, I don't know, I'm still kind of iffy on a lot of the free-to-play MMO games. Sure, um, yeah, and that's totally fair. Um, and this one is, Kurt. at least on Steam, it's sitting at a mixed pot or a mixed review average. Yeah. Um, initially released in on April 13th of 2017. Um, but yeah, I guess it's coming to to Switch. I don't know how. I'm I'm like, hmm, I'm curious how well yeah. it would run on the Switch. <laughs> That's my first thought, mm. exactly. Uh, or just what kind of what the game will even look like visually yeah. in that version. 
I mean, I guess go for it if you if you want to try it. I don't it's know if play, this has. You know? Yeah, I don't know if it has cross progression. I hope it does because it's been out for yeah. a while. I'm hoping there's some sort of cross save that you don't lose out on all your progress if you have been playing these on uh, on the PC on, or on the other consoles. But yeah, Skyforge is coming to Switch on February 4th. Also releasing on February 4th, we have Werewolf the Apocalypse Earthblood. Now, this is the action RPG set in the uh, Werewolf universe, Werewolf Apocalypse. This is the same universe that Werewolf the Apocalypse uh, kind of story-driven RPG that we talked about last month also takes place in. Um, mm. Which is part of kind of the coteries of New York. Uh, oh, it's not... Uh, no, it's not Coteries of New York, but it's like with the Vampire Masquerade, that was a uh, got it, got that it, sort okay. of tabletop RPG world, the World of Darkness. Um, but this is one where you have like different skill trees depending on like your human form, your werewolf form, and like a speed wolfy form, I guess. Um, yeah. Developed by Cyanide, uh, running on Unreal Engine 4. This is coming out for PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Series X and S, and PC. Looks kind of cool. Um, I'm curious to see how uh, what people will think of it. Um, and how much yeah. choice it has. Uh, in yeah, I wonder play. how much role plays is going to be in it mm-hmm. uh, necessarily. It's exciting though. I didn't know that they were like two games in this world coming out so close to one another. Yeah, especially because Werewolf the Apocalypse hasn't had ever a video game version, and now suddenly there's two uh, yeah. within the span of a six-month period. So, But yeah, you utilize your rage mechanic, and you can you have three different forms. Your human form, your wolf form, which is good at sneaking and exploration, and werewolf, which is what you use for uh, combat. And then your human form, where you interact with you play cool. as Kahal, who can interact with people. So yeah, give that a check out if you're into the uh, Dark World tabletop series. I'm watching some uh, some gameplay, and mm-hmm. the the best comparison I could say is like like a Devil May Cry light. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, at least in the were- in the werewolf form, which is primarily yeah. what I saw. Which seems yeah. cool. Yeah, it's uh, I, I'm definitely curious to see uh, how it how it performs and like what kind of RP how deep the RPG system goes. That's always my my biggest thing. It's like how like how much can I actually customize my character, especially coming from a tabletop RPG franchise. Yeah, uh, and like established RPG uh, property. I'm curious. Yeah. And how much can I play as just the wolf? Can I play the whole game as just the full mm-hmm. dog wolf? Yeah, how much does it really lock you in and have to do things in the specific forms? Um, can I yeah. smoke a pipe in the wolf form? Can I be? Can I dye my wolf blue and carry around a knife or a pipe in its mouth? These or are the questions knife. we need answers to. You we know need what I mean? to. As big Tales of Vesperia fans, we need to know, can we be repeat? Because you essence. can basically do that in Monster Hunter Rise, so if you can't yeah. do that here... Mm. Missed opportunity. Missed opportunity. Uh, 
Those both are coming out February 4th, though. Next on February 5th, we have, uh, as previously mentioned, East Nine Months from Knox. That releases on the PS4 on February 2nd in North America and on February 5th in Europe. I believe it's also coming out later in the year on uh, PC as well as Switch. I think so, um, yeah. So definitely give this a check out. I very, very much like... Um, like this game. Uh, uh, yeah, we are, we have stuff up for it now, which I don't know if we have had a lot of for this podcast. So check it out. It's true because uh, so very we'll few games stuff. like come out at the beginning of the month, right? So it's hard for us to be like, yeah, and mm-hmm. we'll have this. <laughs> but now right. you can go check out Scott's review and our viewpoints right now or tomorrow uh, for the viewpoints. It's true. Uh, but yes, on Steam, it's currently scheduled for this year. Um, and then I believe Switch is sometime this year as well. It's yeah, just to not, be determined. Uh, uh, yes. So, but PS4 will be released on February 5th. Also on February 5th, Neo, the PlayStation titles, are getting their complete edition remasters uh, for next gen system or for the PlayStation 5 system. Mm-hmm. And Neo 2 Remastered is releasing on PC. I love these games. I love Neo. It scratches kind of that loot fest itch of a Diablo, but retains kind of the, the really good combat of uh, like a Devil May Cry mixed with a Sekiro mixed with uh, a Ghost of Tsushima. Love these games. Um, if you check out my top 10 RPGs from 2020 over on irrationalpassions.com, Neo 2 is on the list, and I make the claim uh, that given the choice between Sekiro, Nero, and Ghost of Tsushima, I would choose Neo any day. Um, Damn. I really, I really like these games from the multiplayer aspect where you can play and co-op the levels and everything with friends to each weapon you having access to, like each of the six, I want to say, different kind of weapons, each having their own skill trees that you can unlock to loot and all of them showing up on character and being able to do all of this with like four friends it's just so so much fun uh to to play these games yeah uh, i I played a lot of neo one uh mm -hmm. and i got near the i think i played like 65 hours of that game so i was like Mm -hmm. right near the end um but i never ended up finishing it uh and then i i played the the beta of neo 2 and i just was not into it. I don't know what about that experience specifically like really rubbed me the wrong way, but mm-hmm. I mean, I've been thinking about. I a lot of people say Neo Two is better than the first one. Uh, yeah, so, there's uh, there's nothing really Neo Two doesn't improve on over the first one. Yeah, in my opinion, which sounds good. I just yeah, I don't know. I'm I, I was less into how it went about its combat, but I might give it another shot. Who knows? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, those are one of the games I feel like won't stay at the top price point for too long. Yeah, that's a fair point. Um, My and if it goes down to like, yeah, twenty or thirty bucks, I definitely would say give it a shot. And then you and I could play together. I can, we can do some co-op and be super ninja samurais together, summoning I'm down our for that animal spirits. Yeah, that's always that sounds like a great time. Yes, would be very very good. But those both those three are all coming out on February fifth, so look forward to the Neo Game Remastered and East Nine Monstrum Knox. Next up on February sixteenth, we have Good Night Night, 
and Fallen Legion Revenants. That second uh, week night. of February is real dry, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Um, good night, night. It's coming out on PC. It as according to the Steam early access page, it's a dynamic sneak and slash RPG that mixes procedural generation with handmade puzzles and darkly humorous story, featuring heavy hit heavy hitting deliberate combat, robust stealth mechanics, threatening enemies with unique move sense, and a vast array of game changing items to discover. Uh cool, I guess. <laughs> um <laughs> Yeah, it has a top-down roguelite energy. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I've seen some really things. It's like a Dark art, Souls kind of things. Um, uh, uh, skill timing and good positioning are key. Self mechanics, the randomly generated contents that are dungeons that we mentioned, loot, uh, all sorts of things. You could do per- permadeath. You could do Iron Man mode. So seems kind of cool. Yeah, it's got really great pixel art. I'm into mm. this style because it's not just uh, it's it's kind of gotten an opaque palette that I like a lot. Yeah. So cool. yes, that will be entering early access. It looks like on Steam on February 16th. Next up, we have uh, as mentioned, Fallen Legion Revenants. That's coming out for PS4 and Switch on February 16th in North America and February 19th in Europe. Now, I played the demo of this that you can currently actually get on uh, the PSN. Really, really enjoyed it. Like, okay, surprisingly enjoyed it. Um, combat is kind of like Valkyria Pro- Valkyria Chronicles, where, uh, or excuse me, Valkyrie Profile, not Valkyria Chronicles. Totally different. Valkyrie profile where you have different characters assigned to each of the face buttons and they have different abilities but this Mm. game also has special abilities that you can trigger that can push or pull enemies into different uh, kind of uh, tiles kind of in a similar vein as uh, Radiant Historia did on DS and 3DS and as you're going you'll get information because the game is split between exploring a castle and interacting with characters and fit kind of doing dialogue choices that will uh, change what's going on in your story and combat which happens outside like on the ground uh, with the, the, the spirit, this revenant who uses what's called exemplars which are famous individuals that are their spirits are basically in, in, entombed or contained within their weapon so you have like these figures doing all sorts of stuff and it's pretty cool i highly advise checking out it's hard to kind of explain everything it does uh so i would check out the free demo you can get on at least the psn the switch might have a the demo as well i'm not sure um but yeah it's kind of like a gothic horror look to it uh kind of has an art style of a vanillaware game Um, yeah it kind of reminds me like castlevania artistically as well uh, yeah, the kind of that your Victorian England Gothic uh, kind of very dark colors. Um, yeah, but yes, it's very it's very cool. I very much enjoy it, and uh, you, we will probably be, have stuff on it. Got it. <laughs> um, so look forward to Fallen Legion Revenants on PS4 and Switch on February 16th in North America and 19th in Europe. Um, Next up, we have Shattered 
Tale of the Forgotten King on PC on February 17th. This is e exiting early access, so it's finally releasing. Um, this looks sick. Yeah. Looks very, very kind of cool. Kind of um, definitely like Soulsy vibes. Yeah, but behind it's the back more action. Open world. Uh, wow. Yeah, with a really cool kind of cell shaded art style in some mm -hmm. regards. Yeah, so it uh, it looks pretty sweet. I'm I'm anxious to to check out more of this. You play as like this kind of skeleton, like a Jack Skellington like character that wields a giant sword, kind of like Berserk, uh, or the main character from Berserk. Um, but yeah, looks very very neat. Yeah, I like big swords, so I'm always here for that. Yep. And, it, you know, like you said, open world, it, a lot of big open fields that you can zoom around, mm -hmm. which looks really cool. Uh, yep. It's currently still in early access. You can still buy it. It's 25 bucks, and then by buying it in early access, you'll then own it when it releases on the 17th. If you're anxious to check it out, give it a look at it. It's sitting at a mostly positive on Steam. It initially released in early access back in on June 4th of 2019. So it's been in the works for a while. Um, but yeah, it got some really cool environments, got some cities, got some mountains, got some ice areas. It looks very pretty. Um, yeah. I might need to check this out myself. Yeah, I'm writing that one down for me for later. <laughs> uh, for sure. But yes, that is Shattered Tale of the Forgotten King on PC and exiting early access coming out fully on February 17th. So check that out. Uh, now, Alex, I, how about you talk about this next one? February 23rd, coming to PS4, Switch, and PC. I didn't know it was coming to PC. That's also exciting. Persona 5 Strikers. Heck yes. Oh, buddy. The, the Muso mixed with Persona, mixed with kind of a sequel to Persona 5 that you've always wanted. Uh, yeah, I still... There was a Japanese demo for this, and I and there's probably plenty of Japanese gameplay out there. I still don't really understand or have seen how it plays, how it, how it tends to mix the styles. I know there's, like, knockdowns and all-out attacks and stuff like that in this, but it is mm -hmm. also an action game, which is cool. That sounds like a cool meld. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm still like on the fence on this one because, you know, I played Persona Q. I don't know if I told you my my lost save file story with that. Yes. But, uh, yeah, I, the, you know, I put all, poured my heart into it and, and it just <laughs> just broke me. Uh, and it's like playing that game. I kind of got the Persona spinoff game. You know, I checked that box. I got the vibe. Mm -hmm. um, but you know, I do like Persona Five a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard from everyone that has played it, uh, including like English and the English version stuff. This is there. It's much more of a action RPG Persona Five than a Musou game with Persona Five in it. That's cool. That um, does tempt me more. Yes, um, that is the main thing that I've heard a lot, and that it is very very. Good. And that seems like the right way to do it, and yeah. you, you still get, like, you're gonna, the, the the shtick of the story is they're going on summer vacation by taking a road trip, uh, the gang, uh, and then, of course, shenanigans happen. I don't really know how shenanigans mm. happen, but, you know, you don't need to know. So you're going to different cities throughout Japan uh, and kind of liberating them uh, from mm -hmm. the Shadow Realm, uh, which just sounds great. It just sounds like a great time. 
They show they're like in an RV, and that's like your home base, and just shows the crew just hanging out there uh, in summer clothes, chilling. Uh, so yeah, yeah I, it, the vibe seems like all I need, honestly. And that, mm-hmm. So I, I think I'm gonna try and get into this. I'm very excited for this. I actually have the physical version of both the Switch and PS4 version pre-ordered from Best Buy, so I get both Steelbooks. Nice. Uh, just because I want it for my collection, I have all the, I have both the collector's editions. For, er, I have three Persona Five collector's editions. I have the Japanese, like master edition or whatever of the original release that came with the bag and the CDs and stuff. Then I had yeah. the collection that came out with the initial English release of Persona Five, like that collector's edition. And then I also have the English collector's edition of. Persona 5 Royal that came with the Joker's mask. Um, I swore off collector's editions uh, after Infamous 2. Uh, so, you, deep cut, I know. <laughs> and I'm not a huge one for collectibles, but I, I made an exception. The, the first collector's edition I got since Infamous 2 was uh, the uh, Persona 5 one, just the original one. And I, I yeah. kind of want to get the, uh, the Royal one, but yeah, I don't really have shelves or anything to to yeah. put stuff on display. I'm a simple man. Now, I do want to <laughs> say uh, I was, you know, peeking that Persona 5 Strikers PSN page uh, and the digital deluxe version, if you purchase that, which is $70 as opposed to $60, you will get access to the game four days early. You will be able to play it on February 19th. So I just want to put that out there for for our it's listeners. <sighs> yeah, I know. What a... Shouldn't I shouldn't have told, have told that, you that, Alex. Alex. Oh, sorry. God, that dude is... That's... That's just... That's under that's, 20 that's, bucks that's a day. Is it? Is it worth it? It's 10 more dollars, yeah, for four more days. Uh, well, it would be 70 because I already have the two physical versions. Oh, yeah, true. <laughs> I'm sorry, I didn't include so all I'm, the versions that you had so, already bought. So I'm... I'm $70 for four days early. I'm going to have to think on this, Alex. Well, I, well, I will also put, put it out there that, you know, knock on the wood, all things looking equal, we will hopefully also have stuff for this game. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so. Damn it, Alex. I know. Uh, well, the, the thing is, this I'm was drunk. my my situation because, you know, I don't really have a choice, actually. I have to buy it digitally. <laughs> so it's like, well, 10 more bucks for four more days, I guess. I'll That's a that. much better deal than seventy dollars <laughs> for four days. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm gonna have to stew on this. I'm gonna have to do some introspective soul searching on this, which will sure. probably still rely or just end on. Yeah, you're gonna do it anyway, Scott. So <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. <sighs> we'll see if we'll, we'll do stuff for it. We'll, and, yeah, and we'll change, see. We'll figure something out. But yes, that's Persona 5 Strikers sequel to Persona 5, not Persona 5 Royal. Be clear with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, releasing on PS4, Switch, and PC on February 23rd. Next, we have Hellpoint, which is releasing on Switch. This is like a sci-fi-ish Souls-like. This is what it's, it's called. Uh, oh. Nintendo Life says uh, sci-fi Souls-like Hellpoint. So uh, that's coming out. Uh, initially released back on July 30th of 2020 on PC, and then I think it also may have released on uh, PS4 and Xbox One as well. Um, But yeah, like Polygon said, Hellpoint takes the horrific sci-fi style of H.R. Geiger and smashes it into Dark Souls formula. Um, That's cool. Certainly, uh, WCCF Tech says, certainly up there with my favorite Souls-like. 
and Game Skinny, if Dark Souls were set in space, it would be Hellpoint. Damn. Uh, Some takes so in yeah. there. It looks cool the, from the yeah. trailer footage. Definitely, like definitely get that vibe. I also kind of get the, uh, um, oh, Hellscape London, I think it was called, that oh, yeah. game, th which I honestly liked a lot, but then it, uh, um, died. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it, it was not handled, handled well. Uh, there's a whole, it was Hellgate London, excuse me, not Hellscape. Um, but yeah, this, this Hellpoint looks kind of nifty. I don't know. It's, yeah, it doesn't look like one of those games I would play on Switch per se, but definitely yeah. looks like a game I would play. Yeah, could get its second life on Switch. Yeah, if but, it uh, runs decently. But I feel like I feel like this is gonna run kind of kind of weird on Switch. Yeah, but we'll see. I hope uh, give it a check out though if you're into sci-fi and Souls-like games because it does look very cool. Whether or not you look at it on Switch. Um, which you now will be able to do, but check it out on PC though, because I think that'll yeah. probably be the best place to, to play it. But yes, Hellpoint is coming out on Switch February twenty first, twenty fifth, excuse me. And now, and then I would say it's your turn, Scott. My to game. Feel the magic. Like, <laughs> like I'm very excited for Persona Five Strikers, but Strikers has nothing on this next game, which I am so so excited about. Bravely Default 2, releasing on Switch February 26th. I can't wait. I love the Bravely series. This is... I can't wait. I can't wait, Alex. I know. You played the demo, right? You're caught played, up? You're ready? I've played both of the demos through. Uh, I, I There are definitely things about it that I'm not a, he, I'm not a fan of. Uh, like, I feel like character models kind of look like creepy dolls in this in this new art style mm -hmm. um but i think the music looks great the hand-painted backgrounds still look great the combat still looks or is still fun i love the jobs that they've revealed so far um i'm i wouldn't say concerned but i'm worried about the lack because the bravely default and bravely second had some really good um kind of quality of life features and options that you could take advantage of. You could adjust the encounter rate from up to no encounters up to double the encounters. You could adjust the amount of experience you gain per level or per fight. You can like double it, set it normal or turn it off altogether. You could do the same thing with job points, which I really appreciate. So I could, because I loved grinding the jobs up in the in the previous game so i had like all the abilities on the jobs but i could also then turn off experience gain so i'm not over leveling my characters i would just get all the like job abilities and give me more options to customize my party at mm. least in the demos none of those options are present which really bums me out um and you don't, at least in the demos, you don't have the ability to just automatically replay the commands for all your party members. You have to physically or manually repeat commands with each character that comes up, which is a bummer. So it's harder, more frustrating to grind, I guess. But uh, everything they've True. shown of the story of the, this world, all of it, I'm so here for, and I can't wait. Um, I just hope some of those little gripes... Um, and concerns I have are proved to be unfounded and they end up being the, the final release. 
Yeah. I yeah, I'm not sure. I, I those could be things where it's would be weird to give someone like infinite grind during a demo. Maybe that's the situation, but it could also be a thing if maybe there's a point in the story where you get those things. Yeah. Uh, and and it makes sense why that is that way. That's what mm -hmm. I was thinking, but I I'm I'm optimistic about this game. The same oh, yeah. folks that made Octopath, right? So I feel like they're coming off uh, pretty high. Uh, they they've this is the third Bravely Default game, <laughs> even though it's Bravely Default two. I'm I'm curious if they're really gonna kind of step out into a, a big franchise way with this game. We'll see. Yeah, this they there's. There was a mobile game that we never got over here, so I think this is technically the fourth Bravely game. But this is it. in its own world. It Bravely Second directly follows Bravely Default, but Bravely Default Two is completely separate from Default One and Second. So yeah, naming. So yeah, uh, they, this could be a good branch point for them to maybe make Bravely Default Three in another separate world and and kind of continue on. Um, or we'll release a Switch remaster port of the two 3DS games and then bring bring us the conclusion to that Bravely Saga. Bring us Bravely Sword or Bravely Third. Uh, and finish up that, because they did leave uh, some plot threads hanging, hanging for a third game. So Either way, it's a new Bravely game. It's a new turn-based RPG with uh, a job system and that's all music to my ears, so I cannot wait for Bravely. Expect yeah. me to gush about this game come next month's syllabus, is all I'm going to say. Yeah, although you'll only be like two days in, so we'll see. I, you might be done, who it's knows? True. <laughs> it's true. Honestly, we might record the next syllabus before this game comes out, so I don't have to take time away from Bravely <laughs> Default to record the syllabus. So, so in it, for the, the April syllabus, <laughs> strap in. <laughs> it's going to be buck know. wild. Yeah gonna be crazy but it'll be awesome because it'll be mwah, so good but yeah those are the rpgs that are coming out in february good month i know the year's off we're we're off to the races now i think yep at least uh, until I'll... the uh super mutant virus versions of covid hit everything and put everything <laughs> back to zero but all video games are canceled again but until then Remain optimistic, folks. Yeah. Remain optimistic. But, yes, that is going to do it. Uh, thank you for joining me once again, as always, Alex. Absolutely. Always a pleasure. Always fun to, to nerd out and talk to talk RPGs with you, my friend. Yeah. I mean, we got we got the Yakuza scratch. We got... We got the Neo Scratch. We got the Persona Scratch. This is a good... This is a good... This is a yeah. classic round episode. Oh, yeah. We got... We're covering, like... The looty, the loot heavy RPGs with Neo. We have your action RPG focus with uh, Persona 5 Strikers and your East. You have your big scratch for um, turn based RPGs with Bravely Default. You have kind of your Souls like with this Hellpoint game. Uh, there's, there's a little something for everybody, it oh, yeah. seems like. And that's always lovely. Always lovely. <laughs> I, I, I am looking forward to, so I think next syllabus I will let players, uh, let, let you listeners know of a new 
D&D character I'm actually making for uh, a new campaign I'm going to be playing in. Um, my one DM is taking a break, and then another is picking up, so we get to make new characters. I am making a gnome berserker barbarian oh, yes. that wields a greatsword. <laughs> now, normally, gnomes can't wield greatswords because they're heavy weapons, and gnomes can't wield them. But I talked to my DM, and it's like, okay... I'm thinking I'm an aberrant dragon mark. What if my dragon mark like gave me the strength to wield this great sword? And he's like, yeah, okay. It's like cool. So I've already decided I'm gonna be like this suave gnome, Theodoro Pendleton Tricklefoot is its name. Is his name? Love it. He is going to carry around his great sword in a bag of holding at his hip and just whip it out. Yeah, just, just whip on. it out. Like he's just like he's going to be this very, uh, kind of happy-go-lucky little gnome that just gets super pissed off, like when he's in combat or holds his greatsword, and he uses the rage of people telling him all his life that he can't use a greatsword and like picking on him for trying to use this weapon two feet taller than he is, and just going to town. And I rolled so damn good with this character. I rolled like two 17s, two 16s, a 15, and a 14. I love it. Oh my goodness. So he is baller. I mean, and it's, I it's like it, the, the com- comparison point is like the Great Wolf Sif, like carrying the giant mm-hmm. sword in its mouth. He's basically just like a, a puppy carrying a giant yeah. sword. Yeah. Same principle. It's great. He's yeah. just going to be a. Uh, what are those, small... D, are those D6s for HP? Uh, D12s. Barbarians oh, sh- have D12s. Because he's barbarian? That's so funny. He's going to be the yeah. beefiest fucking and gnome I in went, the world. I went with the... Um, so, Aberrant Dragon Mark buffs me, gives me one additional to Constitution. Actually, it might. I might actually have to look at that. But I know I did the Rock Gnomes kind of sub-race, which does give me one plus one to Constitution... So that right there is 18. And then we're going to be starting at, like, level 5. So I already have the ability to score increase. So I'm starting off with, like, 20 constitution for my life. Or, like, for my character. So good. So I'm, like, I'm, like, this little gnome that just gets very angry. I'm Yoda. I'm Yoda with a great sword, in essence. Yeah. And Um, way more hit points. Yeah. It's going to be fantastic and i can't wait to play as teddy um (laughs) just the just the idea i've never really been a barbarian or like a big close range like melee like a barbarian so i wanted to do something fun with it it's like i'm gonna be a gnome with a great sword and then i was like i love this I was going back and forth. Did I want him to like just carry it on his back the whole time and have like leave a drag mark wherever he goes? I was like, nah, he wouldn't want to damage the sword. And that's when I got the idea of he'll just keep different weapons all in his bag of holding, but his go-to is this great sword that he just yeah. whips out and like pogos on and stuff. I think now you just got to give him like some crazy curse great sword on top of this. Yeah. Eventually. Or, like, a great axe or something. Yeah. That, like, ignites in fire or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, basically making a, a gnome grog from Critical Role. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Pike would be proud. Grog would be oh, proud. Oh, yeah. 
Oh yeah, it'd be fantastic. But I will be sure to share how the adventures of Theodore Pendleton Tricklefoot goes uh, next month. Please. Okay. I love uh, it. I love the name. Oh, thank you. Uh, but that is going to do us for today here on February Syllabus. Uh, Alex, what do you got cooking? Where can people find you? Um, Alfighter27 everywhere as usual. We got the latest podcast will be out the same two day the day after this <laughs> we, we had jared on uh we talked about the gamestop situation what a uh, wacky thing this week's been although although two great people to have uh well i three great people to have that because i i'm very i have i own some stock and i'm very uneducated but you know jared is very financially educated because of his job and scott is also like very informed on the stock mm-hmm. market as it turns out. <laughs> so we had, <laughs> we ended up having like a really great conversation. Um, so yeah, definitely check that out. Uh, outside of that, we, we probably have some stuff that will happen in February toward the end of February. Um, that is not firm yet, but, but some possibly some kind of charity stream. Uh, just keep, keep an ear out on Twitter, rational pod and, and, and look for it. Uh, it should be a good time. Awesome. And be sure to check out all of our uh, Game of the Year stuff that came out this past week as yeah. I'm recording. Uh, we got a bunch of like recordings. Those are up on uh, the podcast service. Those are under IPP feed, right? Yep. Um, so check those out. You can also uh, check out Quinn and I's Game of the Year lists. And you have an awesome discussion with Nabashin as well. Yeah, and the both of us have our, have our lists in there as well. Perfect. Perfect. And that's on so. IP Presents, the, that audio feed. Yes. Perfect. Uh, well, to all of you listening, thank you to each and everyone who has listened today. Be sure to rate and review us on your preferred podcast service, as we would really appreciate it. If you have an RPG you would like us to feature on an episode, tweet at IrrationalPod with the hashtag RPGU with your suggestion, or share your own favorite RPGs directly with me at SolidSnake120. As always, stay safe, stay healthy, be kind to one another, Class dismissed.